Hello to all of the wonderful couples out there. This is your hot and holy love coach, Chara Taylor, and I just want to welcome you to this episode of Keeping Your Marriage Hot and Holy. I really want to say thank you guys again for all of your support and for your feedback. And actually, today I want to talk from a comment that was given to me about the podcast. Someone commented and said, these are great, they're enjoying them, but they want to know, what do you do when you can't even get too hot and holy? I totally get that. I totally understand that it's great to talk about sex. It's great to talk about different things that we can do and how to keep things spicy. But the reality is that there are a lot of couples who struggle to even feel connected to one another. And so, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's deal with that. A a reality that we must face is that problems in marriage happen. They're inevitable. And they're inevitable simply because there is an enemy who hates unity. There's an enemy who hates the very institution of marriage. And so he imposes and afflicts us with all these different attacks in our marriages to cause us to separate and to divide and to have um, strife in our marriages. And so when these things constantly happen without us actually dealing with the issues, then walls are built up and our hearts become cold. Our, our, our touches become cold. Our look at each other becomes distant. There's no passion in our eyes for one another. And that's some, that's a real reality. And that's something that we absolutely have to deal with. And so let's, you know, let me talk about that for a moment. Um, the enemy, he works really hard to cause this division. And we know that it's division when we have different attributes that happen like anger, strife, envy, dissension, confusion, when there's jealousy, when we have self-seeking attitudes, oh, and the very cancer to a marriage, which is unforgiveness. When those things are present in our marriage, then our natural nature to love and be kind are affected. When this division is present, then we typically perform out of obligation and not from passion. Let me give you an example. Your spouse has made you mad and I'm going to do it from a woman's perspective because I'm a woman. Your husband has made you mad, but you still going to go in there and cook some dinner, but you're going to do it out of complete obligation. I'm going to make sure that there's going to some food, but there's not going to be any love attached to the whole preparation, the, the putting it out, the, even the cooking of it. Because then we're performing out of obligation and not out of passion because something has happened to cause a divide in my attitude, a divide in my feelings, a divide in my emotions and a divide in our connection. Another truth that we cannot escape is that um, we are never going to avoid these. We're never going to avoid the problems and we're never going to avoid the issues. The major key to dealing with these problems and to heal from the hurt, the hurt words or the hurt actions and moving forward together in unity in the marriage is forgiveness. The main key to the success of our marriages is forgiveness. The actual attitude and action 
of forgiveness. You must use this key in order to open the door to hot and holy in your marriage. Without forgiveness, you won't have it. What you will have is stale and stanky. You will have a stank attitude, unpleasant behavior, stale conversations, and obligated sex. And that is not hot, and that is definitely not holy. And the truth is, that is not God's design for your marriage, for any marriage. Forgiveness is key. Forgiveness to all of the things that have happened is key. If we want to talk about how do we even get back too hot and holy. The first thing we have to do is to forgive. Forgiveness is not for the person. It's actually for you because it frees your mind. It frees your heart. It frees your spirit and it frees your soul. You don't have the authority. Let me, well, let me just backtrack just for a second and say this. We must understand that we don't have the authority to forgive the actual person. What we are forgiving is their actions, their behavior. Jesus forgave each and every one of us, the person, through his work on the cross. Therefore, we we don't have the authority to forgive the person. And so you can just take that out of your mind like, I'm not going to forgive him. Well, he was already forgiven or she was already forgiven when Jesus died for them on the cross and they accepted Jesus in their life as Lord and Savior. So you can't forgive that person. What you have to forgive is their Actions. If you know the model prayer that Jesus taught the disciples to pray, it says in there to forgive the trespasses, which is forgive us our actions, forgive us our behaviors, forgive those things, not forgive us again as a person because that that's going to happen through Jesus. Okay, so let's get that clear. Now, we need to know that forgiveness is the medicine to heal a wound. Many of us can't move forward. We can't. We say we can't trust. I don't trust. I, I, I don't know how to move forward. And it's probably built up nine times out of 10. It's stuck in the very realm of unforgiveness. Because once you forgive somebody, then you can receive the healing that you need to move forward. Because the problem is you're not able to get to hot and holy because something is stifling you. Something is holding you back. And it's your unforgiveness of what this person has done. Because when you look at them, all you see is what they have done, how they have made you mad. And it's actually affecting you. It's affecting the marriage as a whole, but it's actually affecting you because you can't move forward. Forgiveness will allow you to heal and to move forward if you take the time to forgive. Forgiveness also deflects your arsenal, which are those behaviors, which you use as weapons. We use anger as a weapon. We use strife as a weapon. Envy is a weapon. Confusion is a weapon. Jealousy is a weapon. All of those different attributes from the enemy. There are weapons to protect yourself. Something has happened. And now this is my protection. This is my weapon. I'm going to be mad. I'm going to have an attitude, but forgiveness deflects those things. Okay, I hope you can see that once you forgive, you have actually dismantled the weapons of the enemy that he's using against your marriage. 
And then you can't use them again. Because if you walk in the in the spirit of forgiveness, then you won't want to use them again. You will begin to recognize and resist the enemy. Every time he tries to throw one of these attacks your way, you will begin to use God's weapons of love, peace, patience, long-suffering, self-control, joy, gentleness, faithful, and my favorite, kindness. You will begin to use those as your weapons instead of allowing the enemy's weapons to be what you battle with in your marriage. When you forgive, then you will have a mindset to treat your spouse the way you actually want to be treated. Because the Holy Spirit will begin to rule in your spirit and begin to guide your thoughts and be guide and, and guide your actions once you forgive. Then you can extend grace, you can extend mercy with an understanding that no one is perfect and that we're all going to make mistakes and constantly make, make mistakes. And you will forgive as many times as God actually forgives you. You will have a conscious awareness of God has forgiven me many times. Let me forgive. Let me forgive. Let me forgive. Forgiveness has to be your attitude. Forgiveness has to be your behavior. Forgiveness has to be your lifestyle in marriage. If you are going to have a successful marriage and one that is overcoming and one that is hot and holy. So unforgiveness is a is the cancer that the hot and holy in your marriage, but it doesn't have to. You can get free today and you can get to hot and holy even right now. I want to give you an assignment to try. Let me give you something to try. What I want you to do is to sit down with pen and paper and to make a list of everything that you need to forgive your spouse for and write it out, write it out. I forgive their name and then the behavior, the action and go all the way back to even if she rolled her eyes and that offended you or if he looked at somebody else and that offended you, whatever the action and behavior has happened, go ahead and write the list out. Allow this to be an opportunity and a time to get cleansed. Allow yourself to feel that emotion of hurt when you write it out. Allow yourself the opportunity to cry when you are writing it out. Get you some tissue. Keep some tissue next to it because this can be a cleansing exercise for you and an opportunity for you to get free. You may have six, seven pages Take your time and write out every action that your spouse did that you need to forgive. And then say a prayer and release those things to God and ask God to help you to move forward that you and your husband, your husband or your wife can connect all over again. And then commit to not bringing those things back up because you want to ask God to remove the very hurt that was associated with that behavior. So that you can get too hot and holy. The marriage does not have to be stale. It does not have to be stanky. It can be hot and it can definitely be holy. We just don't want to allow the cancer of unforgiveness to set up in our marriages and to keep us from experiencing love and passion the way that God has designed it in our marriage. I hope that was helpful for you. Okay, so if you're wondering how do you get to hot and holy, go ahead and work on forgiveness. Forgive unforgiveness is what is stopping a lot of couples from achieving hot and holy in their marriages. 
This is going, it's deep. If you take time to do it, it will be deep, but it will be freeing and it will be cleansing for you. And you can then see your spouse in another light, in the light that you've seen the man when you met them at the altar. All right. I'm your hot and holy love coach, and I will be with you this time again next week. Have a wonderful week and make sure you keep it hot and holy. Don't forget to do your exercise. Talk to you guys soon. Hey, couples, you know, I would be remiss if I did not complete this. I really must say when you're doing your list of things that you need to forgive your spouse for and you're crying it out and you're having that time with God, allow that to be the time that you have with God. That's not a list for you to share with your spouse, not that you're keeping anything from him or her. But if you share your list all it's going to do is cause more strife and more arguments. When you are forgiving, this is something that's happening between you and God. Remember, forgiveness is not for him. Forgiveness is not for her. Forgiveness is for you. Thank you so very much for listening. And I really do hope that you have a hot and holy week. <laughs>